Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash of the Articulate Fly back with another Southwest Virginia Fly Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How's it going, Matt? Pretty good, Marvin. How are you? Oh, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble and uh, getting ready for Memorial Day weekend and trying to find somewhere cool to be. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, so I understand you've uh, you've been off the water from a guide perspective, but you've been uh, doing some uh, work with the fish and wildlife folks the last few days. I have, yeah. We've been... Uh... We've been knocking out uh, a few of our local waters in terms of, uh, you know, the annual spring electrofishing, um, which is just a way of sampling the the populations, kind of seeing how things have have changed since last year and if any different management uh, decisions need to be made. But uh, at least the waters that uh, the uh, that we sampled that I got on. Um, are all looking pretty good, so it's exciting to be able to see that from that uh, that uh, point of view. Well, that's awesome, and I know the last time we talked, you had uh, gotten a lot of rain, but you were you were fishing for smallies up in the tributaries of the new, and they were already looking up. Is that become more widespread? Yeah, so it's uh, rivers been dropping for well, pretty much since I last talked to you. Um, you know, the news got several hydroelectric dams on it, so you know, day-to-day fluctuations happen without rain, but largely the trend has been uh, a dropping river. Still, it's not what I would consider to be high, but it's it's full. You know, it's running between, depending on where you are in the river, um, you know, fairly full. Radford, I think, was at about 4,800 uh, this afternoon, and typically, typically, um you know, five, 6,000 is kind of my upper limit for fly fishing anyway. Um, but yeah, the, uh, they, they have still been looking up. We have been catching some fish on top water, um, both in the tributaries and in the main stem of the new, um, on certain days, you know, some days they're, they're not as into it and, you know, your subsurface of streamers and, and, you know, more bottom bouncing flies and that sort of thing. But, uh, it has been good, and it's been seems like it's getting better every day. Well, that's great, and I know uh, this kind of leads in well to a question from one of our listeners, Jim. He wanted to hear a little bit more about kind of your thoughts on fly progression, and it was kind of a complicated question, so I'll try to boil it down. I think he's really talking about kind of how to work through the day, figuring out whether to be subsurface or on top, and then also a little bit about um, color uh, color and action changes throughout the day. So I know that's a huge question, uh, but <laughs> yeah. if you can uh, give us a 30,000 foot view on that, that'd be awesome. Right. Let's see. I have to compose my thoughts here a little bit. Well, I would say, well, so smallmouth, you know, most flies and, and, you know, really comes down to forage and food can be broken down into, uh, really three different categories. You know, you have the bottom, sort of your dredging, bottom bouncing flies, you know, your crayfish, your sculpins, your mad toms, your helgramites, those kinds of things. And then you have um, mid-level stuff, which is predominantly, you know, sort of neutrally buoyant bait fish flies or, or you know, weighted bait fish flies or things that you're going to be fishing a little more actively through the middle column. And then you do have the the top, you know, subsur or topwater bugs, poppers, divers, that kind of thing. And it's really, you know, 
we kind of have seasons in the sense that, um, you know, early in the season with colder water temperatures and generally dirtier water, you know, we're generally fishing on the bottom pretty slow. And so, you know, those bigger, heavier, you know, crayfish, hogamite, sculpin flies are kind of your go-tos. And, and as the, the water warms and clears up, uh, later in the year, you know, we're moving into more, you know, streamers and still incorporating some slower moving, uh, bottom oriented flies. And then as the water starts to drop out and things clear up and, and really just, um, you know, when the air temps start to get warm and you start getting some terrestrial life kicking around, um, top water becomes, you know, top water it imitates actual bugs as opposed to, you know, divers that are bait fish or frogs or something like that um, come more into play. But I would say, you know, like if we went to the river tomorrow, more than likely, um, more than likely, you know, I have two people in the boat. So that, that kind of allows you to do a little bit, bit of experimenting. They have been, like I said, um, we have been doing fairly well on top water, so I definitely have somebody doing that, um, and then somebody fishing sort of a you know a bait fish fly or or uh, something that they can fish a little more actively and a little bit deeper. And colors are gonna really depend on water clarity. Um, at this point, you know, um, in this as, as things really clear up in the summer. Um, I like to get a little more imitative with, with my color choice, you know, because the water is clear and, and, uh, you know, they can look at your fly a little better, but generally, uh, in clear water colors like white, I mean, with a smallmouth bass, you can't go wrong with white, um, or white and gray or white and blue or, or something like that. Um, and then, you know, so you have white, you have your chartreuses, you know, those are all good clear to slightly stained watercolors and then you know if you really do have dark water you know colors like black black and blue black and purple um those kinds of things uh create a bit harder and darker of a of a silhouette and allow fish to find them in, in dirtier water a little better um but yeah like i said if you know generally if, if we're going to go to the river i've been on the water for you know a little while uh, before that day. So I've kind of got an idea of what's going on, but if you're going, you know, yourself, you know, just, uh, don't, don't fall in too much of a rut of just, you know, fishing the same fly all day. You know, if you start with in the morning with a, with a streamer and, and, uh, you fishing through water that you feel should have fish in it. Um, First, you know, experiment with your retrieve a little bit. You know, if you're, you know, sort of burning the fly and stripping it really fast, you know, kind of slow it down and give it a small twitch every once in a while, kind of dead drift it and let it hit bottom, you know, those kinds of things. And, again, if you're not seeing anything with that, um, you know, you might you might change to, to something else. Uh, in fact, a couple of weeks ago, um, yeah, during that, that uh, hosted trip we did down here. Um, part of the reason I tied on tied on a topwater bug was just because we were we were seeing 
we're getting some kind of uh, sort of like lazy responses to streamers. And I wanted to, I wanted to put something else on uh, the other clients later that, uh, you know, would just be a different presentation, but also that would create some noise and potentially kind of stir them up a little bit. And also a topwater bug, you know, strike detection is almost, almost idiot proof because you can see it all happen. Um, you can see if you're getting fish coming up and looking at it and refusing or, or whatnot. And, uh, and they started eating it. In fact, the first fish we caught that day, uh, the girl in the front was throwing a streamer pattern, a white, a white fly and was moving it real, real slow. And a, you know, a little 13 inch fish came up to it and looked at it and just kind of turned and went back into the shadows. And the guy in the back threw the, uh, sort of the top water version of that fly out hit the water and it just came up like a like a brown trout and deliberately ate it and went back down and only caught that fish and the rest of the day we were on top water so um you know i guess uh not too much of a process but you know just do uh do experiment and kind of be a critical problem solver and think you know if you're not getting any reactions to sort of a subtle slow fly maybe try something with some noise or uh or a different uh you know just a different presentation altogether different action different movement um that kind of thing i don't know if i hit that very well i was trying to cover everything yeah i I think you hit it pretty well and folks keep the questions coming um you remember if you just uh, send us a message on the facebook page at the articulate fly and if we read your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag. And then at the end of the season, we're going to have a drawing. And Matt's going to provide, I believe it's uh, some Matt Riley fly fishing stickers, some of his flies, um, and then uh, some coupons, I think, for uh, Riley Ridecraft or Rods. Um, yes, sir. That's awesome. And uh, have you got a new article coming out in rural Virginia we need to let folks know about? Um, I've got a couple. Yeah, the Rural Virginian, uh, you know, when I submitted last week was sort of a a recap of our hosted trip, you know, how that went and and sort of the uh just a sort of general story of of uh you know, having a good day on the water with top water bugs in, in May. And then also working on a story I should put to bed here in the next couple of days on uh guy named brian kleinchester uh chester rod company which is based out of middlebrook which is in augusta county virginia uh, making handcrafted bamboo rods um brian i got to know a couple years ago at a show and uh this uh, shenandoah valley magazine which i believe just started within the last you know six months or so contacted me about doing a story on them because they didn't have anybody on staff who was very proficient in fly fishing. But, uh, yeah, so I should be putting that one to bed pretty soon. Not sure when it'll run, but, uh, I'm excited to see it just because it's a new magazine and they're kind of looking to celebrate the central or the, uh, Shenandoah Valley, you know, outdoor, living kind of experience uh, should be cool to see well that's awesome and i'll put a link to the rural virginian in the show notes for everybody and uh before we hop why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can book you this summer and go chase some smallmouth 
Yeah, uh, the website's mattreillyflyfishing.com, and uh, you can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram, uh, by that same name. Um, I mean, I believe those accounts are both uh, linked to the website as well. And then if you're going to send an email or phone call, either one is, uh, is uh, perfect. Well, that's awesome. Well, listen, folks, uh, we're recording this, I guess, on May 21st. You owe it to yourself to get out and fish this Memorial Day weekend. Uh, it's going to be sunny. It's going to be warm. I appreciate you taking the time, uh, Matt. Tight lines, everybody. Yeah, absolutely.